It's called the Retirement Income Replacement Rate. On today's show, we'll take a look at just what that is and how with proper planning, you can achieve it in your retirement and income plan. Stay tuned to Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Welcome in to Retire Smart Maryland Radio with Prashant Savapathy. Welcome into Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Samapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. He's an independent fiduciary. He's also a published author, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth, and a great website. A couple of them, actually. Go to retiremaryland.com for more information. Also, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We get into the topics each and every week, and we always give you an opportunity to do something about it. Maybe you've got questions you need answers to. Maybe you haven't started planning. Maybe you need a second opinion. We're going to open up 10 positions on the counter for Prashant and his team, and you can jump on those appointments. No cost, no obligation, no pressure, so listen up. So making sure you have enough socked away for retirement, it's not an easy task because there really is no right answer to how much is enough, but by using a retirement income replacement rate, Well, it can help achieve your retirement goals and will answer the most common questions when it comes to that. So let's just start off from the beginning, Prashant. What is retirement income replacement rate? Yeah, so the retirement income replacement rate is the actual percentage of your pre-tax income that you're actually going to need to save in order to afford retirement at your current rate of lifestyle spending. So it's really important to figure out what this number is, because when we get to retirement, we're always talking about how much income do you need? Like how much income do you need to have coming in after taxes every single month so that you can live the way that you want to? And then once we figure that part of it out, that's going to be your your lifestyle goal. Then we want to figure out how much you actually need to save to get to that goal. So that's exactly what the retirement income replacement rate actually is. All right. Now, do we have a standard? I mean, is there kind of a medium that we can go by? So there's, you know, there's a lot of talk about this in the financial industry. And so different experts out there, they advise replacing between, say, 70% to 90% of your pre-retirement income to support your retirement lifestyle. Now, That kind of depends on a number of different factors. Now, the reason that that rate is somewhere between 70 and 90% and not the full 100% is due to the fact that most people end up spending less in retirement than they actually did during their working years. And that's because there's certain things that are not happening when you're not working. For example, you're not saving for retirement. So all the money that you were putting away in your 401k, your 403b, thrift savings plans, once you're retired, that goes away. And so it's less necessary to continue saving for retirement. So that's number one. Number two is the reduction of taxes, right? So after retirement, your taxes in a lot of cases may decrease because you don't have that earned income coming in. Now, for a lot of our clients, um, we do we do actually see tax rates go up in retirement uh, because they have great income. And, and so that has to be factored into it. But in generalities, you get a reduction in taxes. And number three is that reduction in everyday spending, because, you know, it's common for everyday expenses to decrease, such as things like the cost of commuting to work, the cost of clothing, those types of things. But by that same token, you know, you may not spend as much on the things you normally would when you were going to work. But with that being said, the question just becomes, 
are we going to spend that money somewhere else when we get to retirement? So that's why we're between 70 and 90%. But of course, everyone's situation is very unique. He's Prashant Sabapathy, host of this show, Retire Smart Maryland Radio. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We hit the retirement topics you know, each and every week. And we also give you an opportunity to get on the counter with Prashant and his staff and talk about your retirement situation. Right now, talking about retirement income replacement rate, making sure you have enough money socked away. And again, these are questions you need to be asking, but also just some general information on uh, retirement income replacement rate. So let's go over five factors to determine your your very own income replacement rate. So the first one, we'll do the first two. We'll group them together. How much you earn and also how much you save. Yeah, so let's go through these five. So how much you earn, how much you save. So start with that first one, how much you earn. The first determining metric in figuring this retirement income replacement rate out is how much you earn. Those that have higher salaries while they're working are more likely to actually need a higher proportion of retirement income. That kind of goes back to that 70 to 90% rule. Of course, if we have 70 to 90% of a bigger number, then our in, in, our income replacement rate is going to end up being bigger. So how much you earn absolutely is a great place to start in figuring that out. Number two is going to be how much you save. Okay, those that saved suitably during their working years may be able to afford a less stringent retirement. And that's when you're living below your means, those types of things. That's when all that comes into play. So how much you earn, how much you save, great place to start when we figure out uh what your retirement income replacement rate actually is. All right, the five factors, we've gone over two of them, how much you earn, how much you save. Let's get to the next three. We'll do this pretty quickly. Uh, and this is a pretty important one. Number three, pick that date when you're actually going to retire. Yeah, this is so important because the age at which you retire is ultimately going to be one of the biggest things that impacts the amount of pre-employment income that you're going to need need to replace. The earlier you enter retirement, the less that you're going to receive in Social Security benefits. Of course, delaying retirement into maybe your mid or late 60s or even early 70s will allow you to rely less on the funds in your other retirement accounts. It's just kind of math, right? If we retire in our 70s, we we have a less amount of time until we get to life expectancy. And so we can withdraw from our retirement accounts at a more aggressive rate, the older and older we are. If we retire early at 62, we might need to make that money last 30, 35, 40 years into retirement. And if that's the case, we got to be very, very careful with our distribution strategy. So when you're going to retire is a huge factor in making this determination. Again, we are determining your income retirement replacement rate. So five factors. We talked about how much you've earned, you know, how much you're saving, you know, when you're actually going to retire and, oh, hello, the tax man, he's going to come too. Yeah. So we have to always be considering taxes. Um, there's some taxes that will be eliminated when you get to retirement, things like FICA, right? So FICA is just payroll taxes, for example. Those taxes account from, for, I should say, 7.65 to up to 15.3% of your paycheck depending on your employment situation. However, there are taxes that will not only stick around in retirement, but taxes that could actually fluctuate over time. And those are the things like federal income taxes, state income taxes, certainly in Maryland, 
uh, property taxes, those type of things are always going to be out there for us. But you have to be able to plan for taxes in retirement because higher taxes ultimately means less income in your pocket, less resources to live the life that you've dreamt of when you retire. So let's be aware of tax rates, but not just the tax rates today. Let's be aware of how tax rates changing in the future is going to impact your retirement income. Yeah, and make sure you have that plan. We talk about it each and every week. Retire Smart Maryland Radio, Prashant Sabapathy, your host. Again, you can find him at Elite Income Advisors. Check out EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. They've got an events tab. You can check out the upcoming seminars. Again, all these workshops. It's about education when it comes to retirement. So these factors, you know, to determine that income replacement uh, rate that you're going to need, how much you earn, one, how much you save, two, when you're actually going to retire, when that date is, that's three. And then the tax rates, that's going to be number four. And the fifth one, and we always talk about Social Security, and you got to know what that's going to cover. Yeah, and it's important to remember that Social Security is only going to cover a percentage of that pre-retirement income. And that's going to be based on your highest 35 years of earnings indexed for inflation. Okay, after that, the rate that you receive in payouts will be determined again, by how much you earn during those 35 years. But then we add in that extra layer of what age you actually choose to start receiving your benefits, whether that's at 62, as early as you can, or maybe you're going to wait till full retirement age for a lot of people that's somewhere between 66 and 67 years old, or do you want to delay all the way until age 70? So we talk about almost every week on on the radio. And then of course, we talk about it in the book as well. The name of the book is Fiscal Health Retirement Wealth. We've gotten such a uh, a big request uh, for folks calling into the show, asking where they can get a copy of the book. We're actually giving it away complimentary. Just visit www.retiremaryland.com. You can click through there and request your own complimentary copy of the book. It's Fiscal Health retirement wealth. It's your prescription for income generation, tax management, and financial peace of mind. Look, I think to kind of wrap this segment up, the bottom line on this whole thing, when we talk about the retirement income replacement rate, it's my belief that what retirement planning ultimately boils down to is knowing what you will have at your disposal to make your retirement lifestyle go and make it go the way that you want to. That's why it's so incredibly important to figure out your ideal retirement income replacement rate. Now, if this is something that's new to you, if this is something that you've never thought of, and it's probably making you think, wow, I need to do some planning with this, we're going to open up our phone lines, okay? We do this every single week on the show. The phone number is 800-653-8404. It's 800-653-8404. For the next 10 callers who call in right now, my team here at Elite Income Advisors is going to create a one-page review for you that will help to indicate whether or not you're in need of a full-blown retirement plan. We're going to talk to you when you come in to our office. It's a totally complimentary appointment. When you come in, we're going to review your situation. We'll talk to you about what your sources of income are going to be when you retire. We'll talk about how much of your income you need to replace to live the retirement that you want to live. We'll also put together what we call a customized plan. That's going to show you where your income is going to come from every year for the rest of your life. We'll also consider things like taxes and inflation to make sure that you will have enough money to live the retirement that you've always dreamt of. But it really starts with you 
making that phone call. It's 800-653-8404. Call now for a complimentary consultation with our team at Elite Income Advisors. All right, we've got 10 positions on the calendar. Call now, 800-653-8404. Coming up on the program, Tax Day will be here before you know it. And when we come back, we will discuss how saving for retirement could help reduce your tax bill. It's coming up next. Welcome back into Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sabapathy. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. He's an independent fiduciary. He is a published author, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Folks, it is always, always about retirement. We get into so many different topics, and it'll tell you a couple things. One, you really need to have a plan. And two, man, there's a lot that goes into it. And you really, I mean, working with a professional, somebody in your corner to help you down that path to retirement, it gives you that ease of mind. And we're going to give you that opportunity to get on the calendar with Pashant and his team. No cost, no obligation, simply no pressure. So listen up for that. So saving for retirement can qualify you for several different kinds of tax breaks. So with taxes being due, you know, not not too far from now, I thought it would be appropriate just to kind of jump into this and look at some retirement saving strategies that mm-hmm. could reduce your tax bill per shot. So again, April right around the corner. So what about this first one? Contribute to an IRA. Yeah. So for 2023, for next year, 2023, you can defer paying income tax on up to $6,500 that you deposit into an individual retirement account. Now, the interesting thing is that if you're over the age of 50 years old, that limit goes up by an additional $1,000 to $7,500. Now, income tax won't apply on that particular money until it's withdrawn from the account. Now, IRA contributions aren't actually due for 2022 until you uh, go through your tax filing deadline. And so that's going to be, of course, in April every year. If you're working with uh, a CPA or if you're working with a uh, an accountant, you just want to make sure that you are eligible to make a tax deductible contribution. So again, this this show is just intended to to be very educational. So for everyone's situation out there, you may or may not actually qualify to make this contribution. Make sure you check with the appropriate appropriate tax professional before making that contribution, but it could be a great way to reduce your taxable income either for 2022 or even moving forward in 2023. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Prashant Sabapathy, your host. We are talking taxes. How can you reduce that tax bill with April right around the corner? Things that you can do with your retirement savings. Okay, contribute to an IRA. Uh, What about increasing your 401k withholding, Prashant? Yeah, you know, many 401k plans allow you to actually control Uh, your 401k withholding online, meaning you can just log right into your account and change that uh, setting, which will uh, allow you to contribute more into the 401k, which in turn will help you qualify for a bigger tax deduction. Remember, everything that you put into your pre-tax 401k can be tax deductible up to the limit. So limits uh, are all going up next year. So that's good. If you're over the age of 50, you can get in a total of $30,000 for 2023 into the 401k. That actually includes the catch-up contributions. Not only does that help you from a tax standpoint, but it also allows you to save more money for retirement. And we just got done talking about the income 
replacement rate and and that's all about figuring out how much you need to save this gives you the opportunity to reduce your taxes and save at the same time so always look to try to put away as much money you can the 401k just happens to be a great way to save some taxes as well as save some money Retirement saving strategies. April around the corner, we started thinking, you know what? Let's go over some taxes, things that you can do. So contribute to an IRA, maybe increase your 401k withholding. And if you don't have one, maybe you open up a spousal IRA. Yeah, so this one, um, I don't I don't want to mix things up. So as a joint couple, you cannot open up a joint IRA, okay? So IRAs must be owned by individuals. That's why they're called individual retirement accounts. However, you can open up an IRA for each spouse and claim the tax deduction potentially for each spouse. Couples can defer paying income tax uh, on, on their contributions if they max out two traditional IRAs. And again, those catch-up contribution rules apply. So if you're over the age of 50, you can save a little bit more money simply for uh, being over the age of 50. Now, if you're under the age of 50, you do not qualify for that catch-up contribution. Just remember that there's a cool rule as a part of this spousal IRA concept that you can save into an IRA in each, even if only one of the spouses was working throughout the tax year. Now, you still got to be able to qualify from uh, a tax standpoint from the standpoint of, you know, if you're covered by a 401k, you can't typically uh, contribute to an IRA, you might be able to contribute to a Roth, which I know we're going to talk about in a minute here. But with that being said, just check with your accountant, but using a spousal IRA contribution could be a great way to reduce your tax bill. Tax time is coming. We're going over some retirement saving strategies that could help reduce your tax bill. You're listening to Retire Smart Maryland Radio, Prashant Sabapathy is your host. You can find him at Elite Income Advisors. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the counter with Prashant and his team and talk about where you are in your retirement planning process. And again, uh, maybe taxes is a concern, how that's going to impact your portfolio as you move towards your retirement date. Uh, so, you know, jot these questions down, grab one of the appointments when we make them available. And again, get that ease of mind we talk about when it comes to retirement planning, just knowing uh, that you're well on your way down that retirement path. So continuing with retirement savings strategies, we talked about things that you can do. You can contribute to an IRA. You can increase your 401k withholding, maybe open a spousal IRA. Again, know the rules there. You know, save in a Roth IRA is something else that we should consider. Just remember, contributions to a Roth IRA will not get you an immediate tax break. However, the investment earnings that you get in the account aren't taxed while the money remains in that account. If you take withdrawals from your Roth IRA after the age of 59 and a half, and the account is at least five years old, you never have to pay taxes on your investment growth or your principal. So that's a kind of long way of saying that the Roth IRAs are potentially income tax free. And I love anything that is income tax free. So consider saving into a Roth IRA. There's different contribution limits. There's different income limitations on who can contribute. But if you qualify, could be a great way to save money in future taxes because these accounts are tax free. Again, retirement saving strategies to help with that tax bill. And if you haven't checked in 
uh, with HR at your company, you may want to do this because this next one uh, is something that, that might be offered and you might not be aware of it, but consider if your company has it, that Roth 401k. Yeah, so a lot of us are really used to having just the regular 401k, but if you have a workplace Roth 401k, that may allow you the opportunity to avoid paying taxes on your investment earnings if you delay withdrawals until retirement. So the Roth 401ks, what I personally love about them is that they have a much higher contribution limit than the Roth IRAs. If you're over the age of 50 for 2022, last year it was 26,000. This year, that limit is going up all the way up to 30,000. That'll be in lockstep with your regular 401k. So you can put in a, a total of $30,000 into your 401k or Roth 401k, but just be aware it's 30,000 total. It's not 30,000 for each. So just be aware of that. But 30,000 is a heck of a lot of money to put away in a tax free status. So keep an eye on that and see if that's a good idea for you. All right. Last one we have time for, and I know you're, you talk conversions all the time, Prashant, but to help with taxes, you know, these are, again, these are savings strategies that could help with that tax bill. Uh, initiate an IRA conversion. Yeah, that's exactly right. You can convert your traditional IRA balance to a Roth IRA and pay income tax on the amount that you convert. Now you may be able to reduce your lifetime tax bill if you complete the conversion in a year for which you have unusually low earnings. For example, if in this tax year, you're going to be in a 12% tax bracket, and then you make a conversion that doesn't push you up into the next bracket, that could be a great thing because at some point in the future, you might end up in a 24% tax bracket, but now you paid the taxes at a lower rate. Look, I believe Roth conversions are one of the biggest hidden keys to unlocking a tax-free type of income in retirement. Now, they're definitely not the right thing for every single radio listener out there, but I'll tell you what, I firmly believe that every radio listener should at least consider whether or not doing a Roth conversion is the right thing for you to do. So as you can see here, we talk about all these different tax saving strategies. It really boils down to the fact that all of these different pieces need to fit together. When we talk about taxes, one thing you can do, you can visit our website. It's www.eliteincomeadvisors.com. If you go over to the guides tab there, we have a great tax guide, which you can look through. It's a great restart what you might want to do for taxes heading into next year. But what you can also do is you can give us a call right now and set up that initial no cost, no obligation consultation with me and our team here at Elite Income Advisors. The phone number is 800-653-8404. And when you come in to visit with us, we'll talk through all of the different puzzle pieces that you need to consider when you're planning your retirement, things like taxes, what are the tax implications of your savings? Is there a way to save money in taxes down the road by planning proactively now? What about Social Security? At what age should you start taking that benefit? And how does that fit into your overall income picture? And how about an income plan? Do you have an income plan in place to make sure you aren't in danger of running out of money if you end up living 30 or more years in retirement? There's so many different things that we need to consider we found that people just are not as prepared as they need to be. But that's why if you give us a call, we'll meet with you. It's totally complimentary. You leave your checkbook at home and we'll get you on track, hopefully, 
to figuring out whether you can retire the way that you want to. All right, here's the number to call again, 10 positions, 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. They will not last long, so call now, 800-653-8404. Coming up, to work or not to work in retirement, we'll talk about it because there's some questions that you need to have answers to. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sambapathy, and you can find him at Elite Income Advisors. Check out EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. They have an events tab that will give you the upcoming workshops. That's all about education. You can learn from Prashant and his team. And again, Prashant, an independent fiduciary. He's also a published author of Fiscal Health Retirement Wealth. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We hit the topics each and every week, but we also give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Prashant and talk about your retirement situation. And those appointments that we're going to set up for our radio listeners, no cost, no obligation, and simply no pressure. So the percentage of people who work in retirement has been steadily growing for years. And get this, by 2026, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the estimates, it's going to be a whopping 30% of people aged 65 to 74 will be in the labor force still. And that's up drastically from 1996, this survey, where it was 18%. So the numbers indeed are growing. So let's talk about that. So, you know, these are questions you need answers to if you plan on working uh, in retirement. Does your employer, Prashant, offer a phased retirement program? Yeah, and so what we mean by that is gradually reducing the number of hours that you're working at your current job can be a really nice way to help you ease into retirement. You try out a new role as earning income, maybe you start to offload some of your work onto uh you know like a junior a junior employee or something like that while you're kind of phasing into retirement. Now, formal phase retirement programs uh, those we find are still pretty rare these days, but your employer might be open to considering the request. You know, I have a client that has been working for the same company probably 28 years, and he wanted to uh, go into a phased retirement program where he could uh, start working from home like two days a week, still manage his territory and everything like that. And so um, he met with his his team and his executives, and uh, they allowed him to do it. And so now he's going to start working two days a week from home, and he's going to still be able to manage his territory, still do what he does, but it's just going to be less stress, less time in the office. And so that's his way of transitioning slowly into retirement as opposed to just pulling the trigger and just being done, and one day you come to work and the next day you're done. So that can be a really difficult transition to go through. So phased retirement programs, while they're not uh, formally available all that frequently these days, it's certainly worth asking uh, your your boss or your employer whether or not that's something that is doable. I mean, think about it. I mean, things are changing. The pandemic showed us that. A lot of people are working remotely. Uh, having that conversation with your employer, especially if you've been there a number of years and your skills are, you know, they're coveted, Right. 
you have an opportunity to kind of at least have that conversation and it might and might turn out really well for you. So again, these are questions to ask yourself if you want to work in retirement. So ask your employer if they have a phased retirement program, take advantage of that. Also ask this question, Prashant, what are your income goals? Yeah, absolutely. If maximizing income is your main reason for working longer, it's typically best to look for work that is somehow connected to your quote unquote, your old career, right? Either as a consultant, freelancer, interim executive, coach, it's easiest, it's the easiest way, not in my opinion, to leverage your professional network and kind of uncover those opportunities to charge a premium for your expertise. I'll never forget this. I had a client that worked for the federal government. He was with the Department of the Army and he retired. He was there for decades. He ended up retiring in the first system and probably within three weeks of retiring, his phone started ringing to consult and they were paying him like his hourly rate went up by like 50% as a consultant in retirement. So he was working three days a week, making as much money, if not more money than he was while he was working. And so that's a great, uh, great way to do it. And we find certainly that that's an opportunity that government employees get a heck of a lot because, uh, A lot of times you have security clearance. A lot of times you've had so much expertise in the area that you're in that you're still a highly employable person, but now you get to do it on your terms as opposed to your employer's terms. And and think about it too, from any employer's standpoint, you know, having to uh, take the time to train your replacement, uh, you know, it's worth a conversation because they may be willing to, uh, you know, work with you uh, on your schedule and kind of scale it back a little bit. Uh, be that consultant and uh, and still make money, still help yourself in retirement. So again, if you're going to work in retirement, these are questions you need to be asking yourself. Does your employer offer a phased retirement program? You know, what are your income goals? And then this next one's more between the ears, I think. And that's, uh, you know, beyond the cash, the income that you're going to earn, why do you really want to go work? Yeah, this kind of goes back to what we want our lifestyle to be like when we retire. So some retirees who've stopped working are surprised at how much they actually miss the community, the routine, the sense of purpose that they had when they had their jobs and when they found their jobs. So understanding the why behind your desire to keep working would shed light on which post-retirement opportunities to pursue and which to ignore. You know, I kind of go back to the pandemic. Um, You know, I talk a lot about my family and uh, I talk about it in the book as well, but my wife works in orthopedics. And uh, during the pandemic, she had to get redeployed back into the hospital system to deal with uh, COVID patients, right? And so we were sitting there talking one night in the middle of the pandemic about whether or not she should do that. And her overwhelming uh, kind of feeling was, yeah, I'm not specialized in this, but I want to go help out. I want to be involved in, in, in treating COVID patients and those types of things. And I was sitting there thinking about it just from her perspective. And what I found, what I felt her telling me was that her job, her career, being able to help people, being able to return to that sense of routine and that sense of community that she felt from working is what really gave her the purpose to do that job, even though that she wasn't the best at it, even though that it was something that was forced on her, it wasn't about the money. It was about everything else that went into it. And so I think retirees can relate to that type of thing 
where it's not just about money, it's about living life the way that you want to. And if work is a part of that, make sure that you're working in something that is meaningful to you, not just for the money if you don't have to. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sabapathy. You can you can find him at Elite Income Advisors. There's going to be an opportunity to get on his calendar, meet with Prashant and his team, talk about your retirement situation. We are going over questions. If you plan on working in retirement, these are questions you really need to ask yourself uh, before you do it. So does your employer offer that phased retirement program? We've discussed it. You know, what are your income goals? We've talked about that. Beyond earning that income, you know, why do you actually want to work in retirement. And this next one, uh, I can certainly identify with, and I know a lot of people can. What is your, we talk about bucket list all the time, Prashant, but this one is, what is your chuck it list? <laughs> I, lo I love this one, okay? Because you're right. When we get to retirement, we're always thinking about the bucket list, right? And the chuck it list is the exact opposite. So that's the one, that's the parts of your job, parts of your work, that you'll be super happy to actually leave behind when you retire. Things like the long commute, things like office politics and office drama, unrealistic goals, too much pressure from your uh, coworkers and your boss. By identifying what you don't want, that's actually going to empower you to get a better feel for what you do want. And I think that's so important. It's important to have the bucket list, but it's also important to understand what you'll be happy to leave when you get to retirement. That's a motivating factor for a lot of people to retire on a certain timeline. It's a motivating factor to make sure that you've saved enough to live the way that you want to. Very important. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. We got time for one more. Again, these are questions you need to be asking yourself if you want to work in retirement. I want to jump to this one, Prashant, because, you know, you've saved well, you've got a nice portfolio, uh, you're walking away from your job, and then you got to ask yourself this question. What is your appetite for risk? What do we mean by that? Yeah, this is so important because when we think about risk when it pertains to money, we're so conditioned rightly so, I think, to think about the stock market, right? Let's say you've saved a million dollars or $2 million for retirement. When we talk about risk, it's all about how much could you see that money go down by in the stock market before you begin to feel uncomfortable, right? So risk applies to your retirement savings. It also applies to the other side of your life. Like lots of retirees dream of starting their own businesses. I can't tell you how many people want to retire and then start their own business doing something for themselves. So if you're planning to open a business, you may need to tap into your savings or take out a loan to get started. As an older worker, that can oftentimes prove to be problematic since there's only a limited amount to recoup your investment and make up your losses. That applies to whether you're investing in the stock market it, imply, it, it applies to whether you're considering buying a rental property. It applies whether you're considering uh, starting a new business, right? So there's so many different things we talk about risk and evaluating those risks before you get to retirement is a critical part of the retirement planning process because you don't want to be in a situation where you owe a lot of money and that puts an unnecessary strain on your retirement savings. So that's why we offer this complimentary consultation. That phone number is 800-653-8404. If you call us in the next 15 minutes or so, we're going to custom design for you this easy to understand financial review that's going to help you un understand whether or not you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. Remember, when you give us a call, there is no obligation to become a client 
And there's no cost to you as a caller who come in to visit with us. We're going to run a forensic fee analysis for you. It's going to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current advisor. We'll talk about taxes. We'll do a tax analysis to show you how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow in retirement. And lastly, we'll create that customized lifetime income plan, which will use proven strategies and techniques that could help you increase your overall retirement income. But it really starts with you taking that first step, and that's making that phone call. It's 800-653-8404. All right, 10 spots. Call the number 800-653-8404. That's 800-653-8404. Coming up, it's question and answer. We'll hear from Severn, Columbia, Hanover, and Pasadena. That's coming up next. Retire Smart Maryland Radio. Your host is Prashant Sambapathy. You can find him during the week at Elite Income Advisors. Check out the website, EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. Great resource for you. Plenty to do there. There's an events tab, upcoming seminars, all about education when it comes to retirement. So check that out. That's EliteIncomeAdvisors.com. And Prashant's an independent fiduciary. He's also a published author, Fiscal Health retirement wealth. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We hit the topics, but we also, we wrap the shows up with question and answer. Always interesting to you know hear what people are going through when it comes to retirement planning. And remember, your retirement plan needs to be customized to you. You're going to have a lot of conversations over the course of your, your working life as you head towards retirement, and people are going to tell you what they're doing and how it's working for them. Well, folks, you need to have a custom plan because your puzzle piece is going to be different from your neighbor's different from your person at work, uh, maybe somebody at the family reunion, that Uncle Bob. You know, remember, it needs to be customized to you. All right, Severn is our first location for you, Prashant. Drew is there. Here's the question. I'm 67. I just retired and was wondering if it would be better to have a monthly withdrawal or a yearly withdrawal from my thrift savings plan, TSP. I was thinking that a yearly withdrawal would use less shares compared to monthly withdrawals. Is there any advantage to choosing one way of withdrawing over the other? Yeah. Hey, Drew. Um, this is a great question, and I think it's kind of down to personal preference here. I think a lot of folks that we deal with like the idea of recreating their paycheck, right? When you're working for the same company for 40 years or you're just working in general, you're used to getting paid once uh, or twice a month or every other week or whatever it ends up being. And so having a monthly withdrawal kind of simulates that in a way where you have income that you can rely on every single month. The second part of that is if you're taking a big lump sum out of your account on January 1st every year, there's two issues that I see with that. Number one is you're reducing the amount of money that's that that's working for you, right? If I have a million dollars and I took 50,000 out, I only have 950,000 that's compounding for me over the course of the year. Whereas if I just took out 4,000 a month at the end of January, I would still have 996,000 compounding for me. So that's another concern is the taxes, right? What if on January 1st, you take that $50,000 out, it now becomes fully taxable. Well, Later in the year, what happens if you get an inheritance or what happens if, you know, you, you run into a winning lottery ticket or, or whatever it ends up being? If you have more income coming in at the end of the year, you in theory didn't need that 50000 that you took in January. And if that's the case, you're unnecessarily paying 
taxes. So I love this question. It's such an intelligent question. I think there's so many different things at play here, but this is why it's so important to have a real retirement plan in place. I talk about this in the book. We wrote a chapter just on income planning and retirement. If you visit retiremaryland.com, you can get a complimentary copy of the book. Okay, All of our radio listeners can get a complimentary copy of the book, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth. That's retiremaryland.com. It's a great question, Drew. Hope that answer uh, gives you something to think about. Retire Smart, Maryland Radio. Prashant Samapathy, your host. He's handling the questions as he does each and every week. And we'll go next to Columbia. Jan is there. Here's the question. I rolled an employer's simple IRA into a traditional IRA with a big company and was thinking I may put half into CDs, but didn't know what to do with the remainder. Are CDs a good way to go now, given that the rates are what they are, or if not, any other suggestions? Yeah, great question, Jan. I think this comes back to your risk tolerance. We ended up the last segment uh, kind of wrapped up last about understanding your appetite for risk. And I think that is the answer to your question. It all depends on how much risk you're comfortable taking. So for me to say CD rates are good or or bad is completely relative, right? So some people might look at rates right now and say, they're still not what we want to want them to be. Some people might look at them and say, wow, the rates are excellent. I should take advantage of that. So everyone's a little bit different here. There's so many different financial tools and services out there. I think what you need to do is you need to be working with a specialist who can help you harness all of the different tools and services that are available and find the best one for you. This The, the great place to start with this is oftentimes to interview someone who's a real fiduciary. Okay, So fiduciary is an advisor that is required to give you advice that is in your best interest, not their own best interest. So interviewing a fiduciary, putting a real plan together, and then answering that question may be a better way of going about it. Okay, so that's a great question, Jan. I would say start from the beginning, begin with what's important, and really start to put a full service plan together before you make any of these very important decisions. Tay, a question and answer always leads to even more questions with the listeners. And remember, you get an opportunity to get those questions answered. And you can do that in person by Zoom or on the phone. Uh, we're going to have 10 appointments with Prashant Sabapathy and his team. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. We're going to open those up here in just a little bit. So let's go to Hanover uh, for Paul's question. Here it is. Uh, I'm just wondering if long-term care insurance is worth it, or should I put those funds in the way of maybe a personal investment? Any advice there? So I always say that there's two ways to protect against long-term care and even premature death, and that's by purchasing insurance on your life, or it's getting insurance on your assets, right? So at the end of the day, why do we need long-term care insurance? It's ultimately because we don't have another way to pay for going into a nursing home or an assisted living or home health care. But what if there was a way where you could take part of your retirement portfolio and use that to give you enough income so that you could pay for those types of things, right? It's all much you have saved and what tools you're going to use to create the necessary income in the event that you get sick. So there's several different ways to go about it. So is long-term care insurance worth it, Paul, quote unquote? I'd say for a lot of people, it absolutely is worth it. For other people, it's not worth it. It totally depends on your independent, unique 
situation. If you have enough saved and you have enough guaranteed income to pay for a nursing home or an assisted living or home health care, then you very well may not need long-term care insurance. And so this is why I think it goes back to working with the right specialist, making sure that you've done everything you can to uh, put your plan in as solid of a place as possible where major life events like this, like don't throw you off too much, but it just starts with working with the right specialist. Tell you folks, uh, so much goes into retirement planning and a lot of people, you know, you're so focused on those early go-go years and just how excited you are about getting to retirement uh, and being able to experience that. But remember, I mean, this is your end game and, you know, having that, that end game covered, uh, will relieve a lot of stress uh, when it comes to planning. So make sure you're planning for it. All right, next question up from Pasadena. Final question of the show. Elizabeth is asking this of you, Prashant. I'm 60 and scheduled to retire in 18 months, but I'm stumped about taking Social Security uh, as it relates to IRA withdrawals. My full retirement age is 67. I always assume that I'd take Social Security as soon as possible, my logic has been that by delaying or limiting the withdrawals from my IRA, it would be able to continue to grow and earn money. Am I way off here? Yeah, it's a great question. And people are running into this question specifically um, a lot more this year because the stock market has been a mess, right? At the end of 2022, even uh, into 2023, there could be a heck of a lot of market volatility. And so in generalities, yeah, delaying the Social Security benefit typically is a pretty good idea because you're just going to get more and more income out of the system. You're going to get a higher level of income by starting later. The challenge is, is, is that if you're withdrawing from your IRA or your 401k to bridge the gap where you don't have Social Security, you got to be very careful what when doing that during a negative market cycle. Okay, just remember, the old saying on Wall Street was that we wanted to buy low and sell high, right? But when the market's down, if we're taking income out of our accounts, we're not buying low and selling high, we're doing the exact opposite. We're selling at a low point. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that's the wrong thing to do. But we just want to be really careful, because we don't want to see you run out of money. And how we run out is by taking too much during the bad times and, ma and and making sure that we're not allocated in a way that is too risky. So it's a great question, Elizabeth. Um, and, you know, kind of, I think what it comes back to is having this real retirement roadmap in place, something that you can lean on in the really difficult times and open up a binder and say, this is my income plan. This is my asset summary. This is my tax plan. You have that all in one central place. Folks, this is what we help our clients do every single day in our practice. So it really starts with you making that phone call. That phone number is 800-653-8404. Thank you for the fantastic questions this week. If you have a question that you'd like to ask, uh, just shoot me an email. It's service at eia-ria.com, service at eia-ria.com. Send us a question and we'll use it in a future show. So let's open up our phone lines for the last time for today. That's 800-653-8404. Look, I'm very passionate about my belief that every one of our radio listeners deserves an independent retirement that has choices. And that's why we offer this no cost, no obligation consultation to our radio listeners to help keep you on that path. When you come in to visit with us, we're going to help you determine how prepared you are to handle different retirement pitfalls. Things like 
inflation, health emergencies, stock market volatility, and even taxation. My belief is that all of our radio listeners have worked really hard for your money. So we're going to work just as hard to help you protect it and grow it over the course of your lifetime. So let's get to work on that right now. You can get that fact-based approach that you deserve and get better answers to your financial challenges. Feel free to visit our website. It's www.eliteincomeadvisors.com for a ton of great resources, complimentary resources, podcasts, videos. And if you want a copy of my book, Fiscal Health, Retirement Wealth, it's retiremaryland.com. Other than that, give us a call and let's get to work on planning your retirement. 800 653 8404. Okay, we've got 10 positions. Make sure you grab one now. 800 653 8404. Another edition of Retire Smart Maryland Radio in the books. We'll see you on the radio next week. Guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. If you withdraw money from or surrender your contract within a certain period of time after investing, the insurance company may assess a surrender charge. Withdrawals may be subject to tax penalties and income taxes. Persons selling annuities and other insurance products receive compensation for these transactions. Products are subject to fees and additional expenses. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up to date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as complete analysis of the subjects discussed. Discussion should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy or sell the investments mentioned. A professional advisor should be consulted before implementing any of the strategies discussed. Investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. Elite Income Advisors Incorporated is registered as an investment advisor with the state of Maryland and only transacts business in states where the firm is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by security regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. You should always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. 